You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome in to Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the beautiful metropolis of Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out to listen to this episode of the podcast. This is episode 136, and we're going to be diving into a a question that came to me from a regular listener about the idea of being confessional. Uh, the question that may arise, what does it mean to be uh, confessional? What does it mean to subscribe to a confession? Or in other words, what does it mean to be a confessing Christian? Uh, this is no doubt language that probably a lot of modern evangelical Christians are not familiar with. So I'm excited to dive into this topic and a dialogue about some concepts that maybe maybe some of the listeners out there are, are not super familiar with. Hey, before I dive into the content of this episode, I want to give you a quick heads up on a new project that I've been working on. It's called the Student Ministry Podcast. It's a brand new podcast designed for any person who is working in student ministry or youth ministry of any kind. So if you're a youth worker, youth pastor, a college pastor, or a campus ministry director, if you're a small group leader, a young life leader, Sunday school teacher, a parent, whatever, anyone who is desiring to invest in the lives of middle school students, high school students, or college students, this podcast is designed for you. So if you're in student ministry of any kind, I would encourage you, check it out. Or maybe you're not, but you know someone that is. Maybe you know a youth pastor, you know some people who work with teenagers. I want to highly encourage you to tell them to check out the podcast. The best way to do that is to go to the website. It's studentministrypodcast.com. And of course, uh, while you're visiting the website, you can, you'll see all the buttons there. The website's laid out very similar to the Theology for the Rest of Us website. And so uh, you can you can see a couple different links there. It's a subscribe on iTunes or subscribe on Android, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, you know, Google Play, whatever. It, you can click one of those buttons. That'll take you over to where you can subscribe. So check out the Student Ministry Podcast at studentministrypodcast.com. All right, let's dive into the topic for this episode. What does it mean to be confessional? Uh, I'm actually a part of a large Facebook group called the Reformed Pub. Uh, I know there's a few listeners that listen to the podcast that are part of that group. It's like 12,000 people now, something ridiculous like that. Um, But I had a chance to correspond with a few people in that uh, that group not too long ago. And uh, one of the people in that group ended up becoming a regular listener of the podcast and uh, and recently sent me a, sent me an, uh, an email saying, "Hey, I've heard people in the pub talk about this idea of being confessional. I don't fully get it. Can you can you dive into that uh, on the show?" And so, would love to do that. Uh, the idea of being confessional is the idea of subscribing to a confession. Uh, if you're not familiar, throughout church history, been all different types of creeds and confessions. This is when a group of Christians would come together and basically try to determine. What is it that we, that we believe? They would have these ecumenical councils. Basically, Christians from all over, leaders and pastors from all over would come together and, and debate and argue and discuss and dialogue about some particular topic or question or some sort of you know, controversy uh, uh, you know, related to theology or biblical interpretation. And they would get together and kind of you know, fight it out in, in a lot of cases, very respectful, in some cases, not so respectful ways, um, depending on who was involved in the, in the council. Uh, they would get together and basically write out a creed, a kind of a, a statement of faith. Like, this is what we believe about this. And there have been very, there, there have been loads and loads of councils throughout the course of Christian history. Um, and some are more famous than others. Uh, you know, there was a council 
in the 300s, it kind of solidified the the, the, the canon. Uh, there's several councils where we determine what we believe about uh, the Trinity, several councils that determine about the authority of Scripture. I mean, there have been a variety of councils throughout the years. And then in addition, uh, at some of these councils, more than just simple creeds, there's also been a variety of times where they've come up with these confessions, or these long documents and statements making it very clear of what we believe to be true. And there's a variety of confessions. One of the most, one of the most famous confessions, uh, at least in the last several centuries, was the Westminster Confession of Faith, which was produced in England and uh, things published in 1646, I believe. Um, and, and it was and it was put together. It was a large group of leaders, uh, Christian leaders from uh, from you know different from different locations. They met together on a regular basis uh, over the course of about a five year period or so, and eventually put together that document as well as other documents. But that's kind of one of the most famous. And and in that confession, they basically outline exactly what they believe to be truth. You know, as they wrestled through the scriptures, said, "Okay, here's what we believe to be true." And and uh, the Presbyterian Church in, in, in you know, throughout the world today is largely built on the, the Westminster Confession, and there are other churches that definitely took the Westminster Confession and adopted it. There's another very famous confession, the, the 1689 London Baptist Confession, um, very famous confession. And so to be confessional simply means that you subscribe to that confession. Basically, you believe that confession wholeheartedly. You fully agree with everything that confession and that you have chosen uh, to govern uh, how you structure your church and how you view your faith um, by the by by the instructions and the perspectives that are outlined in the particular document that you're confessing to. And again, there there's a lot of different confessions that a lot of different churches subscribe to and kind of use as a part of their, you know, as, as their government uh, for their church. So to be an individual confessing church is the idea that our church is being structured around a particular confession, what this particular confession says to be true. And again, the, we're not being more loyal to a confession than the Bible, that the confession comes from the scripture, or at least in theory, that's what it's supposed to come from. Um, and that, so that's what it means to be a confessing church or a church that is confessional in nature. However, you can also be an individual confessing Christian if you individually determine that you're going to subscribe to an entire confession. Now, if I'm honest, I am not confessional. There is not one confession that I subscribe to. I am a Bible-believing evangelical Christian. I have a Reformed Baptist perspective when I am approaching the areas of theology, and I agree with lots of what the Westminster Confession put forth and lots of what the 1689 Baptist Confession put forth and and probably would disagree with with some elements in in both of those confessions. So there's not any one confession that I fully personally subscribe to, so I probably would not be labeled confessional by people who fully subscribe to one particular confession. Uh, I don't know, in my opinion, there's not a pros and cons. I don't think there's a bad or negative necessarily to being confessional or or just saying, hey, you agree with one whole confession and you're going to you're going to use that confession as a, as kind of a as a frame of a framework to uh, you know govern your faith to some extent. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as we're not being more loyal to the confession than the Bible itself, right? Like the the Bible should trump and should take precedent over a confession. But there's no doubt a confession can be helpful to us as we interpret the Bible and we approach matters of faith in our everyday lives. And it can be especially helpful as we are building church structure and and corporately determining how a church should function together. I think confessions can be helpful in that way.
In essence, to be confessional means that you significantly affirm everything that is contained in a particular historical confession uh, or that you fully subscribe to that confession. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Our show hope has been helpful and insightful. If you have a question or a topic you want me to dive into, shoot me an email. The address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Another reminder to check out the Student Ministry Podcast. If you or someone you know are in student ministry, I think you'll enjoy it. The website is studentministrypodcast.com. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us. Hey.